Are you ready? Level Up Daily, the hottest podcast for self-growth with interviews from the hottest celebrities. Trolla level me up, trolla level me up, yeah. Now, your host, DeAndre Evans. Trolla level me up, trolla level me up, yeah. It's time to level up. Now level up. Hey, what's up, guys? Much love to those returning. Shout out for those tuning in for the first time. You know what time it is. And today I have a very special guest. Um, You may know her from the hit reality show, The Bachelor, or the web series Role Models. She starred as a special guest on The Ellen Show. She's known for her work on Hide and Seek. And she's also an entrepreneur who's been killing the game since a young age. I have the beautiful and talented Danielle Lumbar on the show. What's up, Danielle? How you feeling? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, excited to be here. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do it. I hope you're ready. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Perfect. I'm glad to have you on the show. Um, I feel it's going to be a dope segment. I'm excited. And a lot of my listeners who was tuning in, they've been asking a lot of questions. So I hope you're ready to answer all, right. all of them because <laughs> they've been on me like the past 24, 48 hours. <laughs> so, <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Cool. Cool. Now, I know you're a busy woman and you have a lot of things going on. But before we dive into the details about that, um, just for everyone listening, could you tell us a little bit about you, you know, where you're from and how you got started on this journey? Yeah, I mean, I'm born and raised in Northern California. I grew up in a pretty small town. Mm-hmm. And then I would say in terms of my educational and um, work experience, it's been pretty crazy. Like I was known as the Jack Trades. Mm-hmm. I have degrees in cosmetology in marketing and also in psychology and social behavior. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I think I just started on a career path that, you know, started off in the cosmetic industry and then slowly turned into something more entrepreneurial. And I just used my background experience from normally working two to three jobs at a time throughout Mm -hmm. college and just applied that to my businesses and wound up on a reality TV show. So I think I've yeah. had a, a pretty crazy uh, life so far. <laughs> nice, nice. Now you say you, you was working two jobs, you know, prior to doing what you're doing. What, what were the jobs? My first job was working in a beauty supply store. Nice. In town. Mm-hmm. And then I'd also worked as a barista at Starbucks. I worked in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And so those would be like the, the main things. But yeah, I've also worked in a doctor's office before, um, yeah. in a nail salon before I had my own. Wow. Okay. So a lot of those things, yeah, that nice. contributed. Yeah, basically, yeah, like you said, uh, the jail of all trades. But... Yeah, exactly, the jail, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, okay, cool, cool, cool. So what, what didn't really inspired you to get started with just everything overall? Because, I'm, I mean, you were featured on the show, The Bachelor, right? Mm-hmm. And first of all, just to clear this up for those tuning in who may not know, uh, you know, just explain this concept because it's kind of hard to explain. So, you know, The Bachelor, uh, it was two versions, The Bachelor and The Bachelor in Paradise, right? Yeah. And The Bachelor in Paradise, um, basically, ladies and gents who's tuning in, you know, basically people go from The Bachelor and they go to this place called Paradise, right? And <laughs> they try to they try to hook up and make relationships, something along those lines. Yeah. So I think for those who aren't familiar with The Bachelor franchise, mm-hmm. it was a show that I had personally not really seen I think I watched one season prior to going on (laughs) yeah and um essentially how it started was they used to pick like an eligible bachelor like someone who had a a good job they thought he was a good person ready Mm -hmm. to get married Mm -hmm. and they would bring on you know 30 or so women um, that they felt like were eligible contestants and you pretty much are on this dating show completely removed and cut off from the outside world and you're trying to see if you can 
form a relationship with this person, but it's, it's very intense, a super crazy experience. I had no idea what to expect going into it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the hope is that you end up having a connection with this person and mm-hmm. that you could potentially fall in love. Uh, and then, um, Bachelor in Paradise, yeah, it's a spinoff. So they take past contestants from both The mm-hmm. Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And yeah. you're on a beach in Mexico. Nice. And I think it's, for me, it's interesting because you've all been through a very similar experience. So mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. relate in that sense. And then hopefully everybody there is actually single and <laughs> wanting to <laughs> right. be in a relationship. Exactly. So. It'd be all bad if everybody was taken and you got there like, what? what's going yeah, on? Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Nice, nice. So. What, what exactly led up to that, you know, that opportunity? Was it like the right place type of thing, right time? Or did you like grind for that, that opportunity to come about? Like, how did it occur? The opportunity for The Bachelor was pure chance. My sister had been a huge fan of the show. Yeah. And I remember she kept telling me, like, you need to submit an audition tape. Like, you need to go in an interview. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, I had no interest yeah. or, like, motivation to do something like that. And mm-hmm. so she actually wrote a letter and submitted it (laughs) Uh (laughs) for me. And so I was actually preparing her trip for her 30th birthday. We're going to Iceland for 10 days. Mm -hmm. And I think like a week before we left, they called and were like, asked me about the show and if I knew anything about it. Yeah. And it turned out my sister had wrote this, apparently an amazing letter. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because you were on. Yeah. Yeah. Because I skipped the whole, um, tryout audition process I basically just went into their office one day and met with um, a couple of the producers mm-hmm. I did everything else on my own like yeah all the medical checks going to see the background specialist and went to Iceland for 10 days mm-hmm. uh they told me while I was at Iceland that I was getting put on the show and so <laughs> two days later yeah. I came back packed my bags and and went on so yeah it was a really really crazy experience oh. for me I, I would bet. I mean, so was you like upset at your sister during that time? Like, yo, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I had like just gotten out of a very serious relationship like mm-hmm. six to eight months prior to her submitting me. Mm-hmm. And so I think for her, she was just like, wasn't a fan of the acts. Yeah. Like, you're single. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Looking love out. the show. Yeah, yeah. It's a great opportunity. And she's like, what, honestly, what do you have to lose? Right. So shout out to the sis out there. I know. I was like, I want to see that letter. Right, right. <laughs> let's let's read that. About me? <laughs> it had to be great. It had to be great. Yeah. So, so now, overall, so you get you get drafted basically like a draft pick into this this uh, this reality TV show. Um, what yeah. was your What was your mindset? You know, going into it, like, how was that experience? Because honestly, you know, I watched the show. Right. Honestly, mm-hmm. I watched a few episodes. I'm not gonna say I watched all of them. I watched a okay. few episodes, and all I can do during the time was like shake my head. I'm like, what are these guys thinking? Like, <laughs> I'm yelling at I the know. TV. I'm like, yo, choose Danielle. She's the one, bro. Like, what's <laughs> going on, right? So, like, yeah. how was that entire experience for you? For like start to finish, what was it like being in you know paradise? Oh, in paradise. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, yeah, paradise was completely different and totally crazy, and I think yeah. my mindset. You know, first off, going on The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise was, I'm a pretty confident person. Yeah. I've been in long-term relationships. And so I know what I have to offer someone else. And my mindset was always, if I don't find someone and it doesn't work out, I'm okay with that. Mm. It's just one relationship. And there's going to be plenty more people out there right? that I could date. So, I mean, 
I tried not to be too hard on myself. Paradise was completely different, though. It was yeah. that our season was insane. Like, I don't know if this upcoming season of Paradise will be as crazy, but uh-huh. it was because so many contestants were from my season of The Bachelor. So mm-hmm. we were all extremely close. Mm-hmm. And then all of the guys were from our friend Rachel's season of The Bachelorette. So even though, because Paradise starts filming while The Bachelorette is airing, yeah, we didn't really know or how they were going to be portrayed on TV. Mm-hmm. But we heard things from Rachel about certain guys. <laughs> nice. So that definitely helped us. <laughs> Got the scoop. Yeah, and Parad- <laughs> yeah, Paradise is pretty much just like, you're on a beach on vacation with some of your best friends. So it's like, if you meet someone, cool. If not, I'm here to just hang out, <laughs> drink, and have fun. Exactly. Let's kick it. <laughs> I got yeah. you. I got you. Nice, <laughs> nice. So is it really what it is? Because like from the outside looking in, when you're watching you know, shows like The Bachelor or The Bachelor in Paradise, people always are curious, like, is it really what it is? Like, is it all, you know, good and cool? Or is it like some drama stuff going on behind the scenes? Like what happens once like the episode ends and the cameras are off, like everybody kicking it, you know, eating pizza, having drinks, or is it like (laughs) fights and drinks flying everywhere? Like what's going on? I mean, honestly, you're filming from very early on in the morning Mm -hmm. all the way until the early dawn the next day. Oh my goodness. So there's very little time where you're not, filming and they have so much content you know they have to cut everything down and choose which storylines they want to play out Mm -hmm. so I would say out of the whole course of filming especially on The Bachelor we would only have like maybe a couple days Mm -hmm. every like five or six days we're like we're traveling to a new location so like we're not filming the entire day or we would have like I think one or two days we're like there were no cameras filming us at all. Mm. But other than that, it's like cameras are rolling the whole entire time. Like you're, you're exhausted. You're like <laughs> mentally tired. You're yeah. awake for like 16 hours straight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're drinking. So it's like, they want to get all of that on camera though. Gosh. So, so how, how was yeah. that though? Like overall, like did it affect you personally anyway? Like, cause you say you basically on the go, you changing locations. Like, did you get any sleep? Like, <laughs> was this like time you oh. had time out for yourself? You know? I mean, Rarely, I think. Yeah. Um, in Paradise, it's a little different. Like, I would say it's a little more relaxed. Mm-hmm. But um, we had that whole scandal that happened before, um, during filming, where we got shut down for a couple months. So they had to bump up all the hours of footage that they had to shoot and wrap within a certain amount of time. So we were, wow. it was still like not getting any sleep, like maybe four <laughs> hours of sleep every night. Right, right. <laughs> That's crazy. So yeah, you're you're exhausted, you're tired, you're extra emotional. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you're like, I just want to go home. I'm done. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's great. So that's basically like a full-time job. Like you gotta get up and get to work. <laughs> oh, it like, is. Yeah. It's exactly like when I had my businesses. Like there's no time to do anything. You just yeah, you're constantly on the go. Oh my goodness. So like you're cramming all this information in, people hanging out where they're like issues with people dating, you know, each other. Like we had to cram in dates. Like people going on dates, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner oh, yeah. type of thing. Like <laughs> some people would go on dates. Like they get people would get date cards, and they get asked out on dates. I think one of my friends was it Diggy? Like went on like two or three dates in one day. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! So was it? it so yeah, it's crazy because everyone's like taking someone on a date, and it's like, wow, I literally just went on a date with this person, and now they're going on a date with someone else. Mm-hmm. Um. Kristen Whitney, I know she definitely went on a lot of dates. She was like the date queen. The date queen. Uh-huh. <laughs> but nice. there's certain people that were like coupled up, you know, they wouldn't really get the opportunity to go on dates. Like maybe they would have one date where they actually got to leave. Mm-hmm. 
Got you. Got you. Now, were there days where you feel like, eh, I don't want to be here. You know, I'm tired. The vibe was off. The weather was crazy. Was that ever a role that you played in your mind? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, <laughs> that even happened when I was on The Bachelor. I just was so over it. There was drama in the house. I was just not feeling well. And um, yeah, the, the producers were actually really nice about that, though. And that happened for me. I think I stayed in the back room with some of the crew and was just yeah. eating the food, hanging out <laughs> with them, taking a break. Right, right, right. Just kicking it. Yeah. Yeah, but for the most part, like, they want to get those reactions on camera when you're not feeling well. <laughs> right, right. I got you. I got you. Because I know it's obviously two different versions. you got The Bachelor and The Bachelor in Paradise. And I'm really just yeah. diving into the paradise right now. We probably get a little bit into the, the Bachelor original. But, you know, it was an episode that I was watching recently. You know, I think it was mm-hmm. a couple of days back just to get a refresher. Because I was like, okay, I got I to gotta check up <laughs> on this, right? Yeah. So it was, it was an episode where the guy, Dean, right? And mm-hmm. you two were discussing a few things and potentially, you know, going along the lines of becoming, you know, a, a couple. Right. Yeah. Now, I know something happened towards the end. It was where, you know, you two got together. He sat down. He said, hey, 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 you know, this is how I'm feeling. Like, you know, what was going through your mind when things didn't turn out the way you probably imagined between you and Dean? I think at that point there had been so much drama and going back and forth. Mm-hmm. I was just like completely over it like I'm sure people like he expected me to like break down and cry or be upset but it was like if you can't make up your mind Mm -hmm. after everything you've gone through Mm -hmm. and you're so like easily convinced and persuaded by other people you just don't know what you want and it's not worth my time right and I've already spent so much effort into trying to figure out what this is that I was just like I'm done I'm over it if that's how you feel great good for you He's like, like, time to leave. Gotcha. <laughs> I was watching the episode right now. I saw your face and I was like, yeah, her face is saying something in her. And what yeah, she's actually saying like, something else. Yeah. <laughs> it was like this damn child. Like, <laughs> like, exactly. 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 <laughs> so, so now are, are you in a relationship now or are you dating or? I would say I'm dating. Okay. Yeah. I'm, nothing serious as of right now. Nothing serious. Okay. Well, I guess it's time to turn this podcast into like, Level up daily paradise 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> Try to be like, bring the, on some contestants. Yeah, right, bring a matchmaker. So I'm going to hit you with some questions. How tall are you? I am 5'5. Five five. All right. Favorite food? Ooh, favorite food? Mm-hmm. I would say Japanese. Japanese. Mm, interesting. Okay. So what do you enjoy the most when you're free? Like you got your free time? I like going, I'm an outdoors person. I like hiking, going to the beach, mm-hmm. being outside. Nice, nice. Well, all right, fellas, I guess I, I started it off. I gave you a head start, <laughs> right? <laughs> Feel free, shoot your shot, you know, whatever happens. But, you know, <laughs> right? But uh, all jokes aside, though, speaking of shooting shots, right? So I heard, you know, there was a rumor going on, and I'm the type of guy that don't do rumors, right? Instead, yeah. I like to address the situation with the person who knows what's up, right? Okay. And so, obviously, you're the person, and, you know, um, it was something going along the lines of Justin Bieber, right? Oh my god. Is, yeah. it, is, <laughs> is it is it true that Justin Bieber slid in your DMs? Is that true? He is engaged now. Okay. <laughs> but um yes, he yeah, he messaged me and I think a couple other mm. girls from the season of Paradise. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, we met up once, hung out. He's super nice. I think nothing happened. <laughs> nothing. Okay. Cuz that was yeah. the next question. I was like, I know Justin Bieber. <laughs> he's a cool dude i know but anything yeah so you just guys just kicked it you know had lunch or something just talk like what what happened yeah we met up went for like drinks ate food just mm-hmm. hung out and talked talked about my experience on the show mm-hmm. 
what he'd been going through in life. You know, I know nowadays he's like very connected to God. He goes to church all the time. Yeah. And my other friend from the show that he talks to, like he had been telling her for a long time, that he was just really wanting to settle down and get married. So mm-hmm. it makes total sense what happened recently between him and Haley. But for me, yeah, I just, I saw it as just him talking and getting to know him. Like I wasn't going yeah. all crazy or like a, a super fan or anything. Right, right, right. Because I know girls would probably <laughs> be going wild right now. They're probably mad. Like, yo, you're not in my DMs. Like what's going on, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, so, you know, Back to, you know, the paradise or just the bachelor overall, like comparing the two, which one did you feel as though was like a better season for you? Like, did you, you know, have more connections on one or you felt like you, you learned a lot on, you know, different platforms? Like, what was your take on that? Well, I definitely think going into the bachelor, I loved my experience on there. I had one incident that was awful and, and they didn't air it. So yeah. I can't talk about it, okay. but okay. Um, <laughs> It, it like really forced you to like reflect and talk about things that have happened in your life in your past. Like you're literally talking about your feelings 24 mm-hmm. seven and you're trying to get to know someone and establish a relationship within a short amount of time. Right. So to me, I really opened up and I talked about things that I haven't even discussed with like some of my best friends, wow. even my sister who is like someone I'm really close to. So that was probably the most life changing experience for me. And I felt mm. like I came out of that like wanting to be more open and really accepting those things that had happened in my past and like right. being more comfortable talking about them. So yeah, I would say the bachelor a hundred percent bachelor in paradise to me was crazy. Like we called it <laughs> spring break. Spring break, <laughs> Right. Going wild. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I, yeah, had the little love triangle drama. So I think to me, like the bachelor is probably better overall. Yeah. And how was that? Cause that was actually my next question like that that triangle relationship because it was between you, Dean and Christina. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was insane. Like I had felt like I dealt with it in the most respectful and mature way possible. Mm-hmm. And then just, you don't see all of the conversations and things that are happening until you watch the show back, like all of the interviews that they're doing mm-hmm. and hearing the things that like Dean was saying about me while everything was going on versus what he was saying to my face mm-hmm. was completely different right so it's just like a total shock like got portrayed as the one who came in and stole dean away from christina so it's just like the the backlash from that Mm. compared to the bachelor was intense it was yeah it was insane got you got you now do you do you still watch the the uh the bachelor and the bachelor in paradise like the current seasons that are airing now like you know do you check them out from time to time or you just like let it go all, all in one um, I, I check them out from time to time. I feel like since I experienced it now myself, it's kind of interesting to watch. Like, yeah, I enjoyed watching Ari season. I, I personally think it's more fun to watch The Bachelor because of all the female contestants. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then you. Paradise is always fun. And I have a bunch of friends that are going to be on Paradise this season. So I'm super excited to watch. Right. So were you like yelling at the TV? Like, no, girl, don't do it. Don't don't talk. To oh, me. yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I know this is probably how they're feeling right now. But it's so bad. Like, yeah. I should not have said that. <laughs> exactly. Like, no, no, no. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Got you. Now, was that was that your first time on, on TV going on to The Bachelor? Um, was that your first time being introduced to television? You know, were you nervous or excited or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, as you had mentioned, I did that small YouTube series, Role Models, which we filmed in a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so compared to that, it was completely different. Like, yeah. 
yeah, beyond anything I could have ever imagined. Like the speed and everything was totally different, you know, like, yeah, and just like how many like actual workers there are like filming the whole production side was mm-hmm. just really crazy. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Now, have you always wanted to be on TV or be known like for something big? Like, so I was no, marketing. no, really. I've always said if I could be rich or famous, I'd rather be rich and have no one know who the hell. I am. <laughs> nice, nice. So fame was like nothing you really like sought after. That's not the thing that you really like here for. No, I, and I mean personally, like, and it goes back to when I met Justin too. Like, I've never wanted to open myself up to like judgment from the public or people feeling like they have a right to know everything that's going on in my life. Yeah. So whenever I meet people that are like famous. Mm-hmm. I just treat them like normal people, like because I would want that same respect. Exactly, and just show love, and just be yeah. be yourself, be honest, right? Be upfront. Yeah, of course. That's the best mm-hmm. way to do it. So, how was? Because obviously, you're you're famous now, you're celebrity now, right? So, how was the transition into fame? Like, did it affect anything along the lines of your family life at all, or anything you noticed since you you know stepped into that spotlight? Um, not that much. I mean, I think people would always go up to my sister and be like, you look like this person who's really familiar. And I think <laughs> yeah. like my mom was getting a bunch of people adding her on Instagram. I'm like, mom, you can't accept these people. Like, I don't know who they are. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. want them following you. Mom's on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I think you were following. Shout her out. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I think I would say the hardest thing for me is like, I I'm a very friendly person and I, I used to work in an industry where I was always at trade shows and meeting like hundreds of people on a regular basis. So now it's just tough for me when someone comes up to me and they're like, Oh my gosh, Danielle, how are you? And they like run up and give me a hug. It's like, I don't know where I know you from. Right. Like, I don't know if you're a fan. I don't know yeah. if you're a friend of a friend. I don't know if I've met you at a show. So it's like, that's probably the weirdest thing for me. Right, you just try to play it cool. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then that. I turn around to my friend. I'm like, I have no idea. This person. A, and just keep walking. Just keep walking away. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, now I know for a fact, like, not only are you just beautiful goddess, right, that just walks around. I'm pretty sure you got every guy stopping in their tracks. But, you know, you're <laughs> also an entrepreneur who is out there getting shit done, right? And yeah. I want to know, like, what other businesses are you into? Like, how many businesses do you own? Are you venturing off into, you know, particular spaces? Yeah, so I started off with a nail salon in Long Beach, mm-hmm. and it's still open. I have one in Hollywood as well. Mm-hmm did the ice cream store in Northern California, but I recently sold my shares. I'm no longer a part of those businesses. Okay. Um, and why is that? Is I, it something you just wanted to let go or decided to? Yeah, we actually sold the ice cream store and the other businesses were with my ex. So doing business with your ex uh. is never a good idea in the first place. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Lesson learned. Definitely, ma- <laughs> definitely makes it more difficult when you're broken up. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, yeah, I just felt like it was time to let go, separate myself, move on, start a new business venture. Mm-hmm. I have been going into more of the app and technology side of business and trying to steer away from brick and mortar. Nice. So, yeah, there, there have been um, several projects that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. One specifically is an app, and it's, without giving too much away, like, yeah. it'll be a social app, but, like doing something beneficial i think for people got you got you so like the app would it be like more like an a and r type of thing like um or is it like a more conservative type of it like you say it's a social app right so it is just yeah i know you can't give too much details but i'm curious <laughs> and i'm pretty sure everybody else is so like what can we expect from it 
Um, it'll just be like something that you could do that <laughs> will benefit your community in your free time. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Cool. I know. I know. I'm pulling strings here, but yeah. And right. then also, like, I, so I want to be able to do this too because I I did this in the past, but like mm-hmm. being able to like pair companies with certain influencers and celebrities based mm. on like whatever type of event they wanted to have within our space nice nice okay perfect so that's that's yeah. good enough that's good enough yeah. it was a, a concept <laughs> of what's going on now i know you said you you went to college right what was the name of the college you went to so i actually when i was transferring to uc irvine opened the nail salon so i just mm. got my aa nice. when I was in yeah in irvine and then i had my other degree just at a community college, DVC in Northern California. And then I have my cosmetology license. Because mm. I want to ask, like, because I know a lot of people always ask, especially when it comes to college, right? Because a lot of people mm-hmm. got their own views, man. They're like, forget college. Or they're like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I support college, right? So, like, what's your take on college? Do you feel as though it was a, a waste of time? Or do you feel as though it's a great investment based off, you know, your personal ambitions and, and your goals? Yeah, I mean, I think it really depends on what you want to do. And I know that's something that people are still deciding. I mean, even for me, I don't think I have a specific career path in terms of an industry that I want to work in. I'm very open-minded and and flexible, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I, I learned a lot in college. I met some really, really interesting professors who are now some of my mentors that I keep in touch with on a regular basis. Nice. And there's definitely fundamental things that you learn and take away from college and even just the college experience of like, meeting all your your classmates and your colleagues and having that fun social life yeah um, and learning how to balance the two mm-hmm. but um i also used to tell all of my employees at my ice cream store this and i'm <laughs> sure their parents hate me yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but i also think like working jobs while you're going to college and in high school i learned like probably the number one aspects that I applied to my businesses mm-hmm. were all things that I learned through working regular jobs in high school. Mm, okay. And so I think it's, for me, it was always about the experience and being hands-on. Like I'm a very hands-on person. Mm-hmm. So that to me was where I took the most. Got you. Got you. So that's, that's really dope. And I'm, I'm glad you, you said that. Cause I know a lot of people was like, Oh, okay, well, you know, I look up to her. That's cool. You know, they just wanted to know the, the background with that. And, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I used to tell all my employees at, at the ice cream store, I'm like, if you guys do a good job here, any job recommendation you need, any career path you want to pursue, I'm like, yeah. I have so many contacts in different industries. I'm like, if you do a good job, like, I will always be someone that you can call and I'll refer you. Right. So you the plug. <laughs> I am. Plug yeah. Right <laughs> I got you. Nice. Nice. Danielle's the plug, guys. If you need any help? Yes. Reach out to Danielle. She got you. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, like, you know, transitioning from, you know, college into to the, the lifestyle that you have now, were you like considered like a celebrity before the show or would you like, well, known? because me looking from the outside and I always thought, you know, you'd probably be amongst the popular group, right? Like the style and glam squad, you know, people that you know look up to you in that sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, in high school, I was probably the nerd. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. But editor of the yearbook, like mm-hmm. knew everybody in school, was friends with everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think in college, I don't, I was, I always hung out with kids that were older than me. So I felt like I, I was like the young one learning from all my friends. Yeah. Um, and then when I, I modeled a little bit, so I guess I could have, you know, been one of the mm-hmm. main models in this group. 
Nice. But yeah, I don't know. I, I try to stay pretty humble. <laughs> yeah. So you you model, right? And and were you like in any beauty pageants or anything? Anything like any contests? No. No, really? No, never any never any beauty pageants. <laughs> I hate public speaking. Really? Really? <laughs> Even just getting up to have like team meetings at work or like having to do presentations, it's like, oh my gosh, it's the worst. Really? You don't seem like it. Though. You seem like a natural. Like you just be real cool about it. You know, like, oh, okay, guys, yeah, let's do this. Let's do that. Yeah, no, no, can't, can't <laughs> picture myself doing the pageant. I feel like it's a little too formal for me. Right, right. I feel it. it, it <laughs> to each his own, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so w- were you active in, in high school and college? Like, did you do any sports or anything? Were you competitive? And, uh... Yeah, I did um, track, cross country, and tennis. I was on varsity tennis ever since my freshman year. Mm-hmm. And I ran... <laughs> I'd done cross country and tennis my whole life and I wanted to do something in track randomly did yeah. pole vaulting <laughs> and a fun little fact is I got yeah. third place in, um, in my divisionals, uh-huh. my, uh, junior year. Yeah. So, so yeah, you, you win it then like you, okay. <laughs> yeah. Fun little sport. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. I might have to, I might have to, uh, actually do a competition with this tennis thing. I'm pretty nice. Yeah. Pretty nice. Oh, are it. you? Yeah. I'm pretty All nice. Right. All right. So I might have to see what you got. <laughs> Okay, set it up. Right, right, let's do it. But uh, with everything going on, because obviously, you you know, multi-talented and different things, you have a lot going on, you know, how many hours a day do you work on average? Like, what's your lifestyle like? Well, now I think because I'm mainly just working on on projects. And Mm -hmm. then also after doing the show, there's all this stuff with like social media. And I I definitely see it as being a good platform to maintain, Mm -hmm. especially when like launching other businesses. So I work anywhere from like some days I'll take off mm-hmm. and not work at all. And then other days I'll work like 12 hours. Nice. So you just grinding yeah. it out just day and night with it. Yeah. And when I was working at my, my ice cream store and the nail salon, mm-hmm. I would be working like 14 hours, seven days a week, if yeah. not sometimes more, like literally not sleeping at all. Cause you're, you're doing everything yourself when right. you're starting out. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. So yeah, being an entrepreneur, right? Having your own business, running, you know, day and night, trying to get the team together. Like when shit hits the fan and things go left, right? You ever mm-hmm. thought about, you know, quitting and giving up? If so, like what what motivated you to keep going? Yeah, definitely had so many tough days. Like uh, the way I actually became an owner of the nail salon, because mm-hmm. at first I was just kind of consulting and helping out, was our business. One of the partners took the money from our salon, opened a nail salon right across the street. And in the morning just caused this huge fiasco. So that was like insane for me. I was like, Oh my gosh, I just came in to work the front. Right. (laughs) All this stuff happened. (laughs) My ex was like working on something else. And I just picked up the pieces. I convinced Mm -hmm. like several of the nail technicians to stay back, talk Mm -hmm. to the customers, spent the next four hours going around to all the beauty supplies, buying all the products. Yeah. And it was just like, for me, I'm a problem solver. Got you. That's like one of my best like traits. And so for me, I'm just very good at looking at the situation and being like, okay, just take a step back, Uh breathe, don't cry. (laughs) Right, right. Everything's going to be okay. There's always like a solution. And then it's just like tackling the problems head on. So Mm, I got you. So, so along the lines of motivation, though, what kept you going? Was it, was it family or is it just, you know, a personal thing? Like, okay, Mm. I can't quit. I can't stop, you know, grinding for it. I got to make it happen. Yeah. Well, I think. You know, my grandfather had always told me growing up, like, you have to work whatever career and job you want that's going to support the lifestyle that you want. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, 
it was just a challenge to myself. Like I can't give up because the only person I'd be letting down is myself. And if I do mm-hmm. this now, like I'm just preventing myself from so many other opportunities that could lie ahead. And it's just like, I've always never been a competitive person really with other people, but it's always just been challenging myself. Got you. So it's like, Got if you. I don't do this, like I'm letting myself down. It's like, yeah. You need that you need that that reassurance like I got this like I know I can do it that mindset like keep moving forward like everything's just based off your energy and the more energy you put into something like the more mm-hmm. you're gonna get back so it's like I can't quit like there's literally just not an option for me to quit got you see la- <laughs> ladies and G's that's the attitude you gotta have especially in this, in this game called life like you can't give up you gotta stay focused you know shit's gonna go left and right right but you know just yeah. being consistent and staying you know determined with that is definitely key and, yeah, and I think you're your number one motivator. Like you have to keep, like you have to cheer yourself on. <laughs> right, right. Be your own cheerleader. Exactly. Like even if you got to be on graphic designer, you know, consultant, do it yeah. all. But you know, to stay, stay focused on you know what you really want to do. I definitely yeah, and agree. If you really want to do it, like don't give up. Exactly, exactly. And along the lines of entrepreneurship, do you believe there's a like a, a sort of pattern or a formula to becoming successful as an entrepreneur, or do you feel as though it's just all centered or based around who you are as a person? I mean, there's definitely certain things that would like luck, but I think, (laughs) I don't know, to me, when I talk to a lot of other entrepreneurs too, it's like, they're extremely creative and they're problem solvers. Like you, a lot of entrepreneurs see a problem in an industry or with something and they create a solution for it. Mm -hmm. And so my mindset with the nail salons was, what is everybody else doing? What are they doing wrong? How can we improve it? And how can I apply it to my own business nice nice and that's definitely the right attitude to have and go about it especially along those lines and what would be you know your favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur I just love the flexibility number one of working for yourself like having Mm. that freedom and I think a lot of people think like oh you know I had people say this to me all the time like you're an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. you get to go on all these trips and you don't work (laughs) at all and I'm like no the thing is like if you work for yourself you never sleep because there's constantly something that you could be doing like I'd be sending out emails at like four or five in the morning and people are like have you slept yet and I was like no but I'll probably get an hour of sleep after this wake up and do it all over again (laughs) you're constantly thinking of ways to improve your business Exactly. It's a constant grind. Like, yeah, people always think it's the glitz and glam, right? They see the exotic yeah. whips. They see the trips, like you said, the mansions. But behind mm-hmm. the scenes, it's it's a fucking grind, man. Like, you really got to get it. Yeah, it is. Because if you're taking all that time off and you're out working on your business, the whole thing could fall apart. And then you won't be getting any of those nice things anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then you'd be like, all right, it's, it's over, right? Just call yeah. it quits and pack it up. <laughs> so mm-hmm. what lessons have you learned so far, you know, being in business from starting a business from the ground up, you know, whether it's with your ex or just starting solo to maintain your business and growing it. What lessons have you learned so far? To me, it was always like listening to your customers and giving them what they want, but Mm -hmm. still keeping your business in mind and in numbers. (laughs) Yeah. Um, another thing was now this is like a practice I apply. Like I would never ask someone to do something that I wouldn't do myself. And I think Mm -hmm. I learned that from working in the ice cream store, Mm -hmm. like definitely lead by example. And the third, um, just like doing your due diligence and really researching your competition, seeing like what other successful businesses are following a similar model and look and see the patterns that they're following and, and the things that you can apply to your own business. Right. Right. And try to mimic in your own way and try to duplicate that success. Right. Yeah. And it's really just 
trying to understand your customers and Mm -hmm. how to get a better understanding of them and what they want. Right, right. Now you're going through, you know, these transitions and you, you know, you have multiple businesses going on. Like what sacrifices have you made to become a successful entrepreneur? Because I feel like this is a question that, you know, goes over people's heads or they just don't get asked. Like, because a lot of people Uh always want to know the glitz and glam, right? They want to know the shine. (laughs) But like, what's the fucking struggle? Because everybody, you know, go through trials and tribulations. Like, yeah, what sacrifices have you made? Well, I definitely am personal sacrifices. Like I wasn't going out and hanging out with my friends. And, you know, when you're like, all your friends are still in college or you're fresh out of college, everybody's still partying. They're going out all the time. And you sacrifice all of that, especially, yeah, in the early stages of your business. Mm -hmm. So you, you sacrifice the social life. And I think, you know, also, um, you're, you really have to make a big effort to maintain your personal relationships. Like my relationship with my ex definitely struggled because we just became so focused on the business. We really lost sight of our personal relationship. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but I, I just think it, it really tests you as a person. Like you have to really believe in yourself and the concept that you have in your business, because it's not going to automatically take off and be the successful business. Like it takes a lot of work, a lot of slow days, a lot of issues you face. So I think it just really tests your confidence in yourself Mm -hmm. and it just, you have to be, you have to be willing to endure those things. It definitely makes you a, a tougher, stronger person. Absolutely. Now, what what advice? Because I know I don't have you for a long period of time here. I'm somewhat mm-hmm. wrap it up pretty soon. But what advice, you know, would you give to someone looking to pursue what you do, whether it's, you know, becoming a model or owning their own business or becoming an influencer? You know, what would be your advice? The first thing you recommend them doing to get it off to a great start? I think just be ready to hit the ground running. Like you mm-hmm. really have to invest all of your time into it. Like I know so many people, even friends of mine that want to start a business or have this great idea, but then, you know, everybody has a great idea. Everybody, Mm -hmm. you know, thinks they can start a business, but unless you're really willing to put all of your energy and focus into it, it's not going to turn out well. Yeah. Coming down to the the fact of, you know, knowing who you are and knowing what you want. Right. And and just surrounding yourself with the right people. And Mm -hmm. another question that I got was big that a lot of people wanted to know, are you happy? Right. With who Mm -hmm. you are right now, like, what you're doing right now, do you feel as though you should be doing more or are you content with where you are? I think the thing for me is I'm, I'm like never content. I feel like (laughs) sky's the (laughs) limit. Like there's already so many other things that I want to accomplish. So it's like, I just feel like I'm constantly on the go because I want to try and do as much as possible for as long as I can. Right. So am I happy in terms of who I am as a person, the relationships I have, the accomplishments Mm -hmm. and the things that I've been able to do a hundred percent, but I'm definitely not content. (laughs) Right. You still got that drive. Yeah. That's that's the hustle. (laughs) Always. Yeah. Waking up early, reading books, researching things like scheduling meetings with people. Like I just want to be able to take advantage of, every opportunity I can. Absolutely. And that's, that's what this podcast is basically all about is just making yeah. that connection. You know, that's the, one of the reasons why I started it to, you know, gain that value and information from those who have it and giving mm-hmm. it to those who need it. And that's yeah. really what it is. That's how you level up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to the level up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now when it's all said and done, right? Like, what do you want to be remembered for? Like, what's the one thing you want to be known for? Or is it multiple things? I think one of my biggest things is definitely giving women the encouragement to be more ambitious in Mm -hmm. the entrepreneurial world. Because I feel like 
it's something we have more issues with. Like it's still a male dominated industry. And I've even mm-hmm. faced lots of challenges with that right. my whole entire career. So it's just giving them a bigger voice and giving them the tools that I feel like are necessary to have successful businesses and to go out and pursue things like this on their own. Mm, that's that's so heavy. That's so heavy. So women empowerment basically to, yeah. you know, give them that, that information that you have to help them get to, you know, not where just you are, but a little bit further, give them the head start. Yeah. And even just in life, like let's female empowerment, like no more women tearing down other women. Like we need to be less competitive with each other and more collaborative. Exactly. Like let's just, eliminate that <laughs> it's like ladies let's eliminate that let's get that shit over with yeah <laughs> so we like, can grow <laughs> yeah because we can do so many good things together and i think it just slows you down and it's just such a bad thing to have that negative energy it's a total waste absolutely absolutely and and my last question go ahead and wrap it up here who was your greatest inspiration like was there anybody you looked up to that really inspired you to take the journey of just entrepreneurship overall hmm. that's a tough one i think it would have been one of my bosses um right after college he owned this huge company in Europe and Asia and I just he told me a story on how he started and it just made me realize wow like I could do this too I could start my own business one of my mm-hmm. college professors also said like I think I was talking to them about an idea how to work and they're like you should just go off and do this on your own and I was like you know what yeah. maybe I will <laughs> right right I got this <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice. but I think also I've always had a pretty entrepreneurial spirit. Mm, that's so dope. That's so dope. Yeah. And I, I just want to say that, you know, I, I greatly appreciate you for taking the time out of your day, especially come on to the podcast and, you know, share your insights on, you know, from the bachelor to the bachelor in paradise and opening up about entrepreneurship and what you have embarking on. Um, I just want to say thank you for coming on to the show. I greatly appreciate it. And like I said, I know you have a limited period of time, so I don't want to hold you. And I got like a thousand more questions for my fans. But <laughs> we, we, might no have to, we might have to break this up in like two segments or something yeah. to come back later. But, uh, you know, I just want to say from us all here on Level Up Daily Podcast that we wish you the best in everything that you do. And um, again, I just want to say thank you for coming on to the show. I enjoyed you having um, a, a great time, hopefully, you know, on the podcast yes. and looking yeah. forward to, you know, you flourishing in this industry and becoming one of the top uh, women entrepreneurs inside your field. So thank, thank you. you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So until next time, guys, we got to cut it short. But <laughs> until next time, I'm coming back with her part two. We're going to have like a tennis match. She said we got to do that. Yeah. So be on the lookout <laughs> for that video. Uh, but until next time. Much love, peace, and blessings. Yes, thank you so much. Level up, 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 level up. All this on me so yummy, all this sauce so yummy. No, you want this yummy, yummy all in your tummy. And that's the podcast. Oh, it was great. Yeah, I loved it. Great, great vibes, good flow. fun. Yeah, very easy. Good, good. Yeah, that's what I try to make it. What is, you know, your most used makeup product in your collection? Because I know you're big on makeup. Yes. Hmm. Most used product would probably mm. be my Fenty Foundation mm. by Rihanna. <laughs> she did a great job. <laughs> hey, all right, Riri, we see you. Nice. <laughs> you big into like staying in and cooking versus going out? or? Yeah, I love cooking at home. I normally cook at home something at least once a day. Mm, nice. Like what? What's your favorite dish to make? I always make breakfast. I'll do like French toast and omelet. I do these <laughs> yeah. really good sweet potato hash browns. Nice. My type of guy right there. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, what's your favorite song right now that's on repeat? Like you can't get it out your mind. You got to play it once a day. 
Um, I've been listening to um, Betty Who, and it's called Just Thought You Should Know. Just thought you should know. Yeah, I love her voice. It's just like a, a fun, uplifting song. Nice. Now, I'm going to have to check that. I'm pretty sure everybody's already hip to it but me. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's your ideal location to retire in? This one's tough. Um, mm. I think I would honestly want to have a nice house, like somewhere in the hills where I could have a bunch of animals. <laughs> a bunch of animals? Is what kind of animals? Like what, what we got? Cheetahs running horses, around? Or... <laughs> I want I yeah. want a bunch of dogs, cats, llamas. <laughs> Who is someone, you know, you always wanted to meet? I would love to meet the founder of Bumble. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, another female entrepreneur. And then yeah. I just, I love what she's done with Bumble. And I think she's incredibly smart nice. and well-rounded. And I think she's doing something, you know, great for the female community as well in terms of entrepreneurs. Dope. Well, maybe we can get, you know, you and her onto the podcast for like part two. And we can get this going. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be dope. Last question. What profession are you willing to attend? Another profession. Mm-hmm. Um... I've been considering doing event planning. Really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, if you ever in Michigan and Detroit area, do have a, a nightclub called Skip Fridays. Is that the music hall? Oh, cool. And, uh-huh. and if you're ever interested, you're ever in the city, you know, definitely hit me up. Let me know. Oh, wow. We can nice. get you together. All right, I will. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs>